It's 4 p.m. Stand up. It's count time. It's time for every man and woman to stand up and be counted. I'm Brother L. D. Azobra, and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of Count Time Podcast. Someone here that's, I don't even know where to start at. It's, go, it's a joy when I ran into him several weeks ago with he and his lovely wife, someone I've been knowing from my high school days, 44 to 45 years. That means he, he, he done got old. <laughs> <laughs> I have the great coach, Roy L. Baron. Welcome to Count Time, Coach. Well, thank you, Lyman. That's awful nice of you to say those things. But let me uh, tell you how honored I am that you thought enough to bring me in because I've heard some of your guests <laughs> that you've interviewed, and those are first-class people. So I'm uh, truly humbled and honored. No, Coach, you are first-class beyond first-class because our history I am so full of joy and I was so excited when you when you called me on that day and made that connection. And, yeah. and how did that happen, Coach? Well, I still don't know how it happened. And I got to ask you and I still hadn't got a straight answer. What's that? I I wanna know how your number got into my wife's cell phone. Did you ask her that? Uh, <laughs> I did, but she, but, but she said her lips were sealed. So well, I, I, that's still well, a mystery. But well, I, knowing you, you you don't use the phone that regular. So no, so someone no. must have gave the number and, and put it. You put it in her phone because you do. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm making it better for myself. Okay, that's okay. That's the way it must. It must uh, have happened. All right, that that sounds. But that, coach, Really, it's just to, for you to for you to be here today. All the guests I had, I'm thankful, I'm appreciative of all the wonderful people that have been on the show. But this year is even that much more special because you can take me and so many other back to the days of Franklin Senior High School. Well, let me let me say this about Franklin Senior High, and I don't know how many of your listeners know this. But Franklin has put out a number of really, really good football players, which some of them have wound up here at LSU, which I go back with the first one I was associated with was a young man by the name of Clinton Burrell. Uh, then uh, Harrison came, uh, then you, Leonard Marshall, who I don't know if you're, oh, how can I forget, <laughs> how can I forget the, the, the TV man, uh, that, that, that's what uh, your uh, Dan Bonet called him, the TV man, he, he should have been on TV. <laughs> Greg Bowser, yeah, I, I, dear friend, yeah. so yeah, cause Greg and Mike Johnson came at the same yeah. time. Oh, what a hitter. 
Right, he, right, he could play, could he? Go? Yeah, he could. Well, like I said, all all you guys could play. I mean, uh, uh, if you wouldn't have been able to play, you wouldn't have been up here. So, <laughs> but but coach, just let me tell you, coach, you don't know how special that is for all of us guys. Not, I'm, for me, I, I'm excited, but the guys out there who we all most like most we all have forgotten everybody moved on. But you're here to tell these guys story. Well, so many guys story you can tell that what happened when you when you arrived. First of all, though, coach, you're not even from the the South Louisiana area. Oh no, no. So how did you end up in Franklin, Louisiana? Well, that's a story in itself. If you want to listen to oh, it, oh yeah, we definitely want that story. We want to hear. If it. your listeners want to listen to it, uh, I graduated from uh, Northeast. It was Northeast back when I graduated. ULM now. Yeah, ULM now, but it, it'll always be Northeast to me. <laughs> and uh, uh, I was looking for a job, like all of us were, and I wound up in a St. Tammany Parish. I'm gonna just leave it at that. And they opened a new school. I don't think half, well, I know those young men, they didn't even know how to put on a football uniform, but they were going to have football. That was a given. Now, what school was this? Uh, <laughs> let's, let's just say St. Tammany Parish. St. Tammany Parish. You know, I, 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 I don't know how far you can go, but anyway, let's just say St. Tammany Parish. And my wife and I just got out of school. We moved into an apartment complex. And we had had a couple of two-a-day practice sessions. Like I said, we went up there and I showed the kids how to put on their uniform. They showed them put on uniforms. <laughs> yeah. And uh, anyway, we had a few practices. And Hurricane Camille hit. Oh, right after? I wouldn't. Just I, there. I had been there two weeks. And uh, Hurricane Camille hit. Well, after Camille, I mean, people know what devastation after a hurricane. So our football team just <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> now, St. Tammany Parish is over. Uh, and that's Slide L. Slide L area. Yeah, okay. Slide L. So you, right. And uh, anyway, we finally got them back. And, uh, they had the home problem, but anyway, it. It, it was a catastrophe. Right. And the head coach, I mean, it, it was, you know, he just more than he, he, could, he could stand. So anyway, he, he left. But going back, that apartment complex that I lived in, Ed Barrio, who was from Franklin, had coached at Franklin, had moved to Slidell and was a head basketball coach. Coach Ed Barry. Yes. That's Chris Barry, your dad. Everybody that's right. That's, that's right. And Ed is no longer with us. No, Ed passed away uh, three or four years ago, but he, uh, quite a unique individual. But anyway, Ed and I became close friends. He had, he had left uh, St. Mary Parish, Centerville. And he went to uh, Slidell. 
it just didn't work out for him. Uh, so a job opened there at Franklin High, and so happened they needed a f assistant football coach. I went over uh, and interviewed, uh, I don't know if you remember him, it might have been before you, uh, Coy Scott. No, I don't remember him. Oh, big, big Coy, he was a huge man, <laughs> huge. In fact, behind his back, we called him Big Daddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, forgive me. So but, he was the principal at the first No, he was the head football coach. Oh, he was the head football coach. Yeah, okay. um, you know, back then, he was the head football coach in the AD, and, and they more or less took care of all the uh, hiring of coaches. But anyway, uh, he, he hired me. And uh, so that's basically how I wound up at Franklin High through Coach Barrio. So Barrio brought you to Franklin. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But you grew up in North Louisiana. Yeah, up out of Mansfield, Louisiana, which is, uh, for your listeners, 40 miles south of Shreveport. Okay. So uh, right on the uh, Sabine River borders, Texas. So you, that's right, y'all close to Texas up there. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, but, so that's how you end up at UL, ULM, which at the time was Northwestern. No, no. Northwestern is Northeastern, I'm sorry. North. North, I don't even know how I wound up, yeah. you know, it, North, was, it was just a school, you know, all my friends. Had, I mean, yeah. but think about it, that time you decided, you know, in the small town of Mansfield, you was going to college. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and do something with your life. Well. You, you knew you wanted to be a coach at that time? Yeah, uh, I was really influenced by by my head coach, uh, great guy, and uh, John Thompson was was his name. Just I don't know, just a good good guy. I'm, I, you know, I don't I don't know how how you you could. Did you play a lot of sports? I I played football okay. and. I thought I was a pretty good football player till I went <laughs> till I went to school. So you went to school. What school? Well, I I I went to school uh, at a little school up in uh, Arkansas, Henderson uh, State College, which is in Arkadelphia, Arkansas. And I went up there and didn't like it, miserable. And I had a, a lot of friends that had gone to, I'm going to say, northeast, and so that's where I decided that I was going to go, and uh, I went down there and walked on, and like I said, I thought I was a pretty good football player. What, what, what position you played? I played guard and, and linebacker, and uh, anyway. I, I found out real quick I wasn't <laughs> as good as I thought. So you, you couldn't match up. The way no, you thought you no, could. no. But, you but know, in your mind. Oh, you know. I, I was all American. <laughs> like most of us. I yeah. Well, some are and some aren't. Okay. But you, you got, you got to have that dream. And uh, anyway, I gave it a shot. It, it didn't work out. But uh, I, I still felt like I wanted to coach. Anyway, that's... That started to a journey. You went that, to slide that, there first. Now you end up, what year was that you end up in, in Franklin, Louisiana? Oh, that was, 
1970 was my first year. At the time of integration. Woo. <laughs> so you got there in the midst. I got there that first day. They had closed Park Avenue, which was the junior high. Well, it, 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 it's a junior high now, right. but uh, at that particular time, that was, or prior to that, that was the uh, black high school right. there in, in Franklin. So they closed Park Avenue, integrated Franklin High. My first day, other than football, it, it was exciting. <laughs> 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 what was that like at, at that time, Coach? Well, you had to be willing to stick your nose. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of fighting going oh, on. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of people protesting and contesting. They weren't real, real happy about right. the, the situation. And uh, anyway, we worked through it. And well, how we, long did it take? Do you remember how long it took? Uh, I won't say two or three years, Lyman. I mean, well, it went on for years then. Well, okay. yeah, I'm gonna say, you know, it was there was always a little, to me, I felt a little underlying tension there. Right. And, uh, but eventually it worked out. I mean, if it hadn't, I wouldn't be here with you right now. Well, it, 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 great things, great things started You know, happening. Good, good things yeah. happen. And uh, I... But as a coach, as a coach, Right. You got, you've been coaching, you just got to the university, to the high school rather, and basically all the coaches most already been there, and they were familiar with the players that already been there. So that's, you got new players that's coming from another well, school now. That, that's a very good point, and I know I'm thinking about my senior year in high school, what, what a big deal it was, but as I got older and looked back, I have to think about these seniors that their year, you know, they came into a situation where we didn't know anything about, or I didn't, or Coach Scott or Coach McDonald, who was there. Yeah, we, they didn't know anything about these I'm going to use the term kids because they'll always be kids to me. Right. Their ability. So it was a learning process for them. It was a learning process for us. And I, I don't know if it was completely fair for you black athletes that came over. You know, I, I'm, I'm going back in rest, retrospect now. I'm just looking back and thinking, you know, if, if they really got a fair shot. Hmm. Does that sound right? That sounds okay. I can go with that. You know, because we didn't know anything about it, and they didn't know anything about us. So, uh, but thank God we got them. Uh, you know, I think about, I was looking through Calvin Darby. He was about this high, and he came over, played fullback for us, made all district. Uh, there was another young man, uh, Willie Edwards. Oh, he Willie Edwards. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin married to Willie. Willie. Oh, real? Yeah, Alfredo. She's married to Willie. Ah. He was he was a great athlete. Oh, I'm telling you, it, 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 
you know, like I said. Uh, so, so we got when those guys came their senior year. That's right. To, yeah. So did he get a chance to play? He played, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Then. Yeah, and he he, uh, he was a track man too. He had had good speed, you know. Like I said, it that you know that's that's my feeling. And, and to be honest with you, I went back through here we go <laughs> the yearbook, and I don't know what happened you know there were very few of these kids that came over that were in the yearbook you know Calvin was there Willie was there so uh, I don't I'm not sure they got the recognition that they deserved oh, okay. I hope that makes sense to to so, your listeners but it you know now it makes sense to me okay so I mean so you, you're looking at the whole picture now yeah yeah uh, you know, we thank God we got them because you know, we moved up in classification, and we, you know, we needed all the help we could get. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, who were some of the other players that you remember back at the, when you when they first integrated out there? Well, those uh, I I know there was uh, I mentioned those uh, uh, the year after. You know, we had uh, Albert Champion. Uh, Hilton Verrett, uh, ah, this kid was uh, kind of unique. You know where St. Peter Street is? Yeah. Okay, that's that's the uh, boundary between New Iberia and uh, St. St. Mary Parish. They had this almost kid, Barrel Marks. I don't know how he got down to practice, but he was always there. <laughs> and, oh, and there was uh, Edward Pierre, uh, another. Oh, he was a really, really good running back. Now that uh, Albert Champion, name familiar? Oh yeah, I know Albert. <laughs> you know, these were some of the you know the, guy, the guys that had. Left the Park Avenue Rattlers at the time. That's, there you go. Because matter of fact, we look forward to going watching the Park Avenue Rattlers yeah. and the band play at that time. So now all that was dismantled. Yeah. In one year, that's that was 1970. And, yeah, because that was my first year there, and that, like I said, that was first year of uh, in, integration. And it's in, in very Parish. Well, there at Franklin. Uh, you know, there were a lot of schools uh, that then closed down and integrate. Uh, you know, I, I go back to where I was growing up. It was DeSoto High. I mean, they didn't close that high school down until several years later. So I, I, I'm not sure how all that worked, but I do know that that was the first year of uh, that they closed Park Avenue. Now, now they brought some coaches from Park Avenue over Yes, there? they did. Yes, they did. Uh, and uh, uh, the head coach who had been there at Park Avenue was uh, Coach Tube, right. who, who wound up as the assistant principal. He, di he didn't get into coaching at 
Franklin High. He went into administration, but they, uh, Coach Jack Yett, uh, he, he worked with us there for a couple of years, and then he went into administration, and then there was Coach Ireland that came over. So those were two of the coaches that had and Jew was good. Coach Jew was considered a legend. Oh yeah, and just just a great, great, great individual. You know, I I had a lot of dealings with him. But but you was like a young boy. Oh, to these to these to these guys at the time. Yeah, I was I was a pup. You know, these guys been at it for years. But I did I did have that pleasure. You know. But 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 much later, not not much, a few serious later, you be. You know, my uncle, he always, he, you know, he was crazy about you now. You know what that uh, is? But, huh? Yeah. Uncle Bud White. Well, know. we got to be pretty close friends. And oh, I, he loves some Coach Barry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, feelings are mutual. I, in fact, whenever you and I visited, uh, I asked you about him. And, uh, you know, being in East Texas, you don't get all the, <laughs> the yeah. news. In fact, we don't get any LSU news. <laughs> no, no, you're a big LSU fan. I don't know what's going on in Louisiana. <laughs> got to know. Because, but you know, you so you got there at the time of integration. You saw the highs, the lows, the ups, the downs. Just a lot went on at that time. Yeah. So, but at the same time, you are a coach. You, you was a two school, two sports coach, or I, I football. You know they. Coach Barry will let me hang out with him a little bit. I was, <laughs> <laughs> let you hug out with him the basketball coach. Yeah, I was the uh, JV uh, basketball coach. And uh, the off-season, uh, I love the off-season. What do you like about the off-season? Because that's where you, you develop your players. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. you develop your football players, in my opinion, during the off-season. Uh, you were in other sports, but uh, the agility drills, the, the weightlifting—that's uh, that's where that's in my opinion that's where you develop your. You can see that you can see the growth oh, yeah. development. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. They take place. If it, what do you think LSU does during when they're not out there off season? Get ready. Yeah, I mean that's. That's where you develop your players, and uh, I love you know I love the off season. During the off season, yeah, you were there. You remember when we used to get in the dressing room and box? <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I might be. I hope I don't wind up in jail. <laughs> I think what they what they call that the statutory what they call that uh, the, the time of. Statues, yeah. statue, whatever the statues have expired. So you good now, Coach? Oh, okay. Because yeah. it's been over forty years. <laughs> yeah. now. But but we oh we used to have some fun. But, I, but, I, that, but that, that's that's y'all separate the men from the boys. That, that's what they call it. They didn't want to mess with you, dude. I remember that. <laughs> but, because we thought you was a mean guy. We said, that's a mean old white man. <laughs> he was you, but you was you was really hard on your players because. You want the most out of it. I did. I, I, I think. I mean, any coach that's worth his uh, grain of salt. I mean, that's what he wants is to see his players grow and develop 
and become men. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I went back and I mentioned my high school coach, the, uh, the admiration that I had for him because that's, that's what he wanted from the people that he coached. And uh, it had an effect on me. You know, I, I, I always had this, when I was in school, vision. Uh, I'm gonna go back to Mansfield and I'm gonna be, da da da, we're gonna win state championships. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen, but you know, I was able to work through it and uh, wound up at Franklin. Glad I did. Uh, probably, I, I've always said, probably the best seven years, eight years of my life because of uh, uh, the association that I had with you guys. So. But what was interesting about Franklin High <clears throat> that when you all when you all, when, when when you got there, and these players like the Clinton Burrell, Ooh. Harrison Francis, they end up getting scholarships to big schools. Mm -hmm. But before that, there there was not that many players from the Franklin. No, Franklin High. Right? Well, that. The year before I got there, and Franklin had a pretty—I well, won't say had a pretty good football team. In fact, uh, they had four young men that had not Division One A, but they had four that had signed at uh, your smaller schools. One should have wound up at LSU. They looked at him for a while, but uh, he went to McNeese, All-American, went to the uh, NFL. James Files. You got it, bro. <laughs> James Files. Yeah. yeah. He was a great athlete. Oh, right. he, he was a good football player. And, uh, another young man that went to uh, USL, Bobby Fletcher. He was uh, that class of 70-71. He was a quarterback, defensive back. Had Alex Stewart, who went to Northeast, running back. I think Alex held a record up there for a number of years with punt re return yardage. Okay. And then uh, David Knockham, so, David, yeah, yeah David. who wound up being the uh, sheriff. <laughs> I guess he still might be sheriff in St. Mary Parish. David's a little older than me, but he was a great baseball player. Oh, I, see, now that, that, I, I, I didn't know that, but I'm not, yeah, not surprised, but, uh, you know, uh, like you said, Clinton, uh, God, with that, uh, we going, you know, we, we going to the class of 73, 74. That was, uh, I worked for Coach Scott there for, oh, uh, 73, and then Coach McDonald took over, took over as head coach, and uh, that was Clinton. Uh, do you remember little Jackie Robinson? Oh yeah, everybody knows Jackie. <laughs> oh, oh, and then John Lockett, uh, Harrison Francis. Some of my favorite. I mean, are the Wells boys from? <laughs> oh, no, 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 we all know that. Now. We we know. Uh, you know, Bertrand Well was your favorite. But oh, they, I love Bertrand. They had Joe and John. I think Joe and John was twins. Yeah, twins. but the first one uh, that I was involved with was the older brother. I think 
you and I had this conversation was Beverly. Okay. And uh, I mean, they were all. They were great athletes. They were good football players. Good foot. They, they, they weren't big guys, tall in height. No. They were, they were strong they, and stocky. They were uh, maybe five, you know, maybe 165, 170, but they were so coachable. Uh, you tell them one time, you know, and show them. They were really coachable. And uh, Bertrand, like you said, uh, you show him one time. He was a technique player. I mean, he played it, his technique so well. And like I said, he was strong. He get to the ball. I remember, I don't remember what game it was, but you know, there's certain plays that you just see and remember that back then everybody, coaches are copycats, <laughs> you know, like the Houston Veer, everybody was running the Houston Veer and uh, yeah, your defensive end who there was Bertrand weighed maybe 165 right. and uh, you know, he's got to play the quarterback and then if he pitches the ball, well, he's got to release and go. Well, Bertrand played technique. I mean, he plays a quarterback perfect. And the, he re releases a ball, you know, and for somehow, some, he, 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 he caught the he ball. And, and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, took, and he was fast. Yeah. And he took all right. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you, you just remember things like that. Uh, yeah, but, you, but we know you were crazy about Bertrand. Uh, yeah. and, and, and our partner, you gave him the toughest time. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know who that is, huh? Yeah. Who's that? Uh, the, the one that I stayed on the move? Yeah. You and I had this conversation, <laughs> too. I got so mad at him. I, he was a big offensive lineman. He, he was big. He was big. He, he, he was a big Yeah. And we'd be up there, we'd be talking about, you know, doing this, and he'd have his legs crossed. <laughs> his hands on. And he had his hand on his hip. <laughs> yeah, had his legs crossed. You know, and had his hands on his hip, and he'd just look at you, you know. Oh, it used to drive me up the wall. What, what was his name? McCary. <laughs> McCary, yeah. <laughs> Big Wade. <laughs> but Big Wade was strong, Ooh. quick. Yeah. He, but you couldn't you couldn't get it all out of it. Uh, no, no. I, you talk about another one. Uh, why, why do these? You just remember things like this, I guess, when you get old. <laughs> but, but Ed Beasley. Oh Lord, <laughs> You remember Ed Beasley? Oh yeah. I'd be sitting there chewing on Beasley, and he'd just sit there and smile at you. That used to drive you. <laughs> <laughs> that made you mad, huh? And uh, he just sat there and smiled at you. But he was a good football player. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I mean, all these kids. Uh, Matter of fact, I, that, those guys, uh, like Big McCary, I mean, it's a Mac, Mac Ina, Derek Barber. Like, I mean, we had so many guys. Well, you're you, you going to get down there to another year. I mean, I'm just kind of. Uh, I told you I went through and looked at this. Uh, the, you know, these are just some things that I remembered uh, about these individuals. 
and uh, you know, uh, those were seniors. I mean, back to 71, 72. These other guys were a little later, but you brought him up, so <laughs> at the time. Well, you know, we got to talk about our, our friend there. Because I haven't seen him in quite some in quite some years now, Big Big McCary. But it was just, I mean, I'm just talking about the years where I was there that I really thought we had such a great, some, not so many great players that you all, my uncle Bud, and so many had already developed that I thought a lot of guys was going to be was college material, mm. you know. And I couldn't figure out why a lot of guys did not play in college because we uh, I mean, we had one of the like Henry Dennis punt the ball a mile. Yeah. Know? Punt the ball, ball in the air, the ball down the field. Yeah. Now he probably wasn't as consistent, but you know, but he was a great punter. Yeah. You know. And it ran hard. I I don't know. It's, yeah, big, it, big, a big, a big, a big old country boy, a big uh, fullback. Mm-hmm. So. Played uh, another. I I I never did. You know. In my mind, all of you were college material. <laughs> Ooh, I thought so too. Yeah. Really did. Uh, you remember Big Mike Vappy? Coach, everybody remember Big Vappy? Yeah. We, a big, what, a 230-pound uh, fullback. Fullback with running back. Yeah, and that's, that's when we, we switched over to the, to the wishbone. Like I said, everybody, you know, coaches are copycats. You went from the veer to the wishbone. Big Vappy, like you said, 230 pounds. Uh, oh, man. Oh, man, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we threw that. Uh, if anybody should have been in the veil, we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, let's go back. Clinton. Clinton was about six three, to me. I I, I went through and I looked uh, at the yearbook, and he was just big old. Ray, I mean, he—I bet he didn't weigh 150 pounds. <laughs> he was just skinny and bone. But my, what an athlete! Uh, very athletic. Yeah. Well, football, which he came to LSU on football, played basketball. Yeah. That's, Baseball too. Glenn played. Yeah. Glenn did it all. Yeah. You know, that's another thing that I. I there at Franklin, the number of kids that went in and played multiple sports, and it up there in Texas with those big—I'm talking about big schools. I don't know what the enrollment is: six thousand, three thousand. It's I mean, high school, high school, uh, Allen High, South Lake Carroll. Most of those kids play one sport. I meant because they have enough kids to choose from. Either you're going to play this or you're going to play that. They don't want to, a lot of them don't want to have more than just that one school because they want that one school to be the focus of the community. Where uh, there's been some articles in the Dallas about they need more schools. If you have more schools, you give kids more chances well, to per right. to participate, but a lot of them they don't do that, and uh, you know 
we couldn't have fielded a basketball team if it hadn't been for our football players or vice versa. I mean, it was just the way it was. I, you know, you, you, you want your best athletes to participate in all of it. So that's, that's the way it was. I mean, there at Franklin and uh, just multi-sport. Yeah, because back then, I guess, we all, most guys played, you know, the ones who was calling themselves athletes at the time. You know, we, during the summertime, we was out in the field playing baseball. We didn't, we didn't play a lot of football at the time. Yeah. We played mostly baseball. Baseball. So baseball was an easy game to, well, to, to yeah. get, get a bunch of guys, and everybody can participate. Yeah. And nobody would get hurt. So football came a little later, uh, but we would play baseball. Two or three times a day, we play football most time, one time a day. Well, and that was kind of interesting you know, <laughs> when you think about it, because football was now the first option. Baseball was. Yeah, that's just my take on it. Uh, you just got to have give the kids a chance to do and participate. But you know, let's go back to when you when you arrived in Franklin, Louisiana, in St. Mary Parish, and integration had just, you know just was implemented. So how many great athletes was was lost, Ooh. got caught up in that time where they did it, the opportunity that they, that they should have had was not given to them? Uh, I, I can't answer that, but I would dare say that there were a lot. You know, it goes back to that first integration with us not really knowing what the young men from Park Avenue, what they could do and what they couldn't do. So I'm sure there were a lot that was lost there. I, uh, so, and then, you know, from then on, once we begin to have the black athletes in the system that we begin, you know, to be able to look at and see uh, what, what these kids could do, I mean, you know, we just went through a list of them. Uh, the first one that you and I mentioned was Clinton, Harrison, Bowser, yourself, Leonard Marshall, Michael Johnson. I mean, it must have been, you know, because you think about those guys who came out, what they were, seven years before I did, and hardly any of, besides Clinton and Harrison, went to D1. Now, we had our, you know, great athletes who came out before. Like Monka Bud, who went to uh, Pine Bluff, Wallace, Wallace Francis, who also played in the NFL, went to the Buffalo Bills, and then right. Uh, but you had a lot of guys who uh, who were not, who were not who the opportunity was not given to them in that in that time of integration. And I guess I didn't think nothing of. Most people didn't think nothing of. And some guys was kind of was labeled as troublemakers because they were, they didn't want to. They wanted to stay at their school too. They didn't want to. Oh go yeah, to I, well yeah. I'm, I'm, so that was going on too. Like yeah. why, why we got to go here? Yeah. So that there was a whole lot going on. Well, I mean, once again, I mean, uh, how would you have felt your senior year if they said, "Okay, we're we're closing down Franklin High. We're gonna send you over here," you know? And you don't know these coaches. Coaches yeah. don't know you. Coaches don't know you. So you're going to get, you know, about 
shuffled out or yeah because the coach like you said with the off season is when you when you see what you got yeah you would already prepared for those that that's upcoming season yeah and now you, these guys show up because they didn't show up until school started right like I said I I don't I really know how many but I I would almost assure you there was a lot they got pushed to the wayside because of not knowing who they were and what their ability was. And didn't have time to prepare. No, no, that's especially a, that, that that's well, I mean, I mean, you know, I just, we talked about Calvin Darby, Willie Edwards, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sure there was a Francis in there, yeah, uh, that you know, we didn't know what they could do. and. Well, you know how the coaches, uh, whenever they, they recruit you, they come in and they ask the head coach, well, who do you think can play? Well, a coach is not going to recommend uh, a kid unless he knows, because if he recommends that kid and he turns out to be a dud, you know, you, 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 you lose your respectability. Oh, so you got to be careful when you that, recommend That's somebody. right. That's, okay. that's exactly right. So, uh, and, like, so, I, I, don't, I don't, I'm not sure I have the answer to that. No, but no, I, no, just, just, you know, because that's happened many years ago, but it's, it's the retros, retrospect of when you sit and think about it, because you brought to my attention some things I didn't think about, you know, the player that was affected you know, we talk, we talk, we, we, we always, we always think in the thought of a students. Mm -hmm. The students was how the student was affected when they had to switch from their school. They wanted to graduate from school that they would, they'd been attending the yeah. whole time. And not all, to, the students came and graduated from their, their school that they've been at. Now the athletes who considered like, this is going to be my breakout season. This is my senior year. This is going to be my senior year. I've been waiting on this. Now i got to go to another school. Right. So it's just a lot. It's a, it's a whole lot going on that we, most of us don't didn't give thought to. Well, uh, like I said, I, I, I guess since you and I have, have had this conversation, it gave me a little time to go back and, and, and you know, think about this. Uh, I'm not sure I have the... Uh, answer to your question about how many, but I would once again think there was a lot of them. Right, we, well, we know that there was quite a few, but you know, the, the, you know that, that, is, that have happened, is gone. But you know, but to sit here and to be able to, you know, sit down and discuss the process, and you was there to witness it in the ho my hometown. Yeah. And th that means a lot to me and a lot of people who, uh, who was back in those days, who was fighting, or, you know, it was caught. It, it caused a lot of problems. You know, a lot of people was affected. Uh, you know, it ain't like matter of fact. I was only I was going to the sixth grade. I wouldn't. So I was just I was going to the sixth grade. Integration started, and we went to the Lagrange Elementary, mm -hmm. and that was a, a big thing just to go there. We was fighting at the in the sixth grade. Yeah, the sixth and seventh grade. We were fighting. You know, 
Yeah, but I'd rather break up a sixth and seventh grader than I have a senior. <laughs> you, you got grown men out there yeah, playing. They all, yeah, they grown men. But. And women, huh? huh? It, so was, it was interesting. That was an interesting process. Yes, right? it was. So, but I'm glad I went through it. And you, you was able to help. You, know, I, you was able to contribute because I have to believe that because when we got there, your attitude towards the players was the same. You treat everybody the same. I mean, you just, you know, <laughs> you know, we didn't, you know, we just thought, you know, we just thought that you, you know, you was, you was hard on the, on the particular night. You know, Bertrand was your favorite, so you, mm -hmm. you know, you treated Bertrand special, and Bert weird bad at you, you know, but you know, Bert, but Bert was a good guy. We all oh, like Bert, and those guys had to hitchhike, the, hitchhike the back oh. to home every day. Oh. That's another story. I mean, this, uh, you just look back and what those kids, uh, once again, kids, what they sacrificed to get from the four corners. <laughs> now, four that, corners, Glen Cove. You got to be going to four corners to get there. <laughs> but my, the, the athletes that we got out of the four corners, the wells, uh, the lockets, lockets, uh, what was that? Hawkins, Gerald Hawkins, Skinny Minnie. Skinny Minnie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the big Hawkins, what was it, Gerard, that played here at LSU uh, uh, three or four or five years back. Oh, okay. Uh, went to West St. Mary, which when they built West St. Mary's, they got the four corner kids. <laughs> and they were wrong for building West St. Mary because frankly they need no two high schools, but that's, that's here nor there, it's there now. Yeah. So. And uh, I used to uh, pick them up uh, there at the, at the red light and ball. And I'd bring them into practice. <laughs> oh, you had to go pick them up? Well, no, I didn't have to go pick them up. They were there. They they were <laughs> they were there at the, at the uh, it was a convenience store, and uh, there Baldwin, my wife and I, we we, we moved Baldwin after so many years. But anyway, during two days, I I'd get there and they. Load in the back of that truck. <laughs> you, you bring them all down. I'd, I'd, I'd bring them into football practice. But, but, but you would drop them off in the same place every day, or you bring them to? Well, that you know, it. We'd bring them there, and it, most of them would hang around. You know, as coaches, we didn't just after practice then just leave, but uh, we'd have you know meetings, and after back then. I was the equipment manager. We, we coaches took care of all that. We 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 washed we washed the clothes after practice. We washed the clothes after ball game. Uh, it, you know, and but anyway, they those the four corners. They'd wait on me, and I'd take them back and uh, load them up. <laughs> When we came back for two a day, I mean, that was just how much they wanted to play. I mean, it's hard to imagine uh, the the desire 
it compared to today. I, I just don't know that it's, I don't know that kids today would sacrifice that much to participate. In a, in a high school sport. In a high school sport. And these guys hitchhiked. Yeah. Home. And, and, you know, if I had, couldn't get, you know, get them, some of them, they'd hitchhike on back home. I mean, it, it was just, they wanted to play. And that's, that still sticks in the back of my mind, you know, picking those kids up and bringing them and then bringing them back. <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't, I'd do it again all over. <laughs> but it's going to be hard to find players to do that, though. They, they ain't that committed to the game anymore. Uh, not, not like that's my see. opinion. I don't know. You might ask some of these coaches today, and they might disagree, but uh, we all have opinions. <laughs> now, now, when you came out of you came out of Mansfield, so yeah. now, let's give a little bit about you. You came from a large family, small family? Oh, no. Uh, uh, there was five brothers and Ooh. one girl. That's seven there. And she was the youngest, Helen. God, she was tough. <laughs> <laughs> So she, so she was she was tougher than you. <laughs> she was tough. Cause like, all y'all boys made yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. She was she was the she was the youngest. But uh, uh, what's the saying? She was junkyard mean. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you come out of you came out of a small town. Uh, you grew up in a small town. Now, what 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 kind of work your mom and dad did? Uh, uh, in Mansfield at that particular time. Uh, they had, well, they had actually three major industries. Uh, there was Neighbors Trailer, there was Hendrix Manufacturing, and of course there was the lumber mills. So my dad worked at Neighbors Trailer. They built these big 18-wheelers. Hendrix Manufacturing, they uh, dragline buckets uh, was what they made, and of course the lumber mills, there was two lumber mills, and uh, so uh, just, it was uh, eight, 10,000 uh, population. Back then, there were only three, uh, three classifications, you know, that you had class A, double A, and triple A. Uh, a lot of small schools. Well, now your AAA would be uh, your bigger schools that were in Shreveport, uh, Woodlawn. Uh, well, at that particular time, they were only in Shreveport. There were only two high schools, and eventually they. Well, that's not right. They had the Catholic school, but you had uh, Bird High School, you had Fair Park High School, and then uh, my junior. Or sophomore year, they built Woodlawn High School, and of course, you had your Catholic school. So, in Shreveport, those uh, two high schools, and then eventually Woodlawn, and and of course, Jesuit. And there was only one, which was Bozier High School, uh, which was in Bozier Parish. But anyway, there were there were only three classifications, and. Uh, now what do you have, 6A? <laughs> I mean, well, because the schools just started getting bigger, more students now. I mean, yeah. okay, I think at that time it just started, because I know like you didn't have to, a lot of schools didn't have high school at one time. 
-hmm. So the grades, they stopped at eight grades. So they started adding the, the 11th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade. So that added more, more high school, right? No, I, I, I think it would probably, due to population increases, uh, you know, Shreveport was the hub of Northwest Louisiana, so it was just the increase in population that they needed more schools. Uh, 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 whenever they start these new schools, you know, they'll start from elementary and then they just go on up until they have 12, 12 grades. But, uh, you know, I'm going back into the 60s that basically that was just your three classifications. Oh, right. In the 60s, that's right. That's right. So, uh, going back a long time. <laughs> that, that's a long, I mean, so now, now what, what year were you born, Coach? Ooh. You, I, mean, I know you're still looking, looking young. Uh, thank you, Lyman. Uh, I'm a baby boomer. I was born in 46. 46, born in the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, now, but you, you <laughs> I wish your wife was here because you told me, she said, y'all met, when did you meet your wife? Well, I'm, I guess it's, I'm, my wife and I started first grade. <laughs> first grade. Yeah, we started first grade together. I don't know how she's put up with me for all these years, but thank God she did. I, I, was, I, was, I was hoping she would stay around while I wanted to ask that question. That's probably why she left. <laughs> she probably did. She wanted to answer that question. She, I've been married to that old man that long. Since the first grade, y'all been together since yeah. the first grade. Well, How long y'all been married? Oh, I'm mean, it's gonna be, uh, we met, why don't you ask me that, 56 years. 56. We, we, we were married uh, this past uh, November, 56 years. So you're gonna be 57 next month. Ne no. Yeah. Uh, next month. No, 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 it's gonna be 50. See, I lost all track of that. It's gonna be 56. In November. This November. Okay. okay. Nope. Uh, now what, what's your wife's name? Gay. Gay. What's her maiden name? She was a goldsmith. Now, if you want to go back there, uh, her dad grew up here in Baton Rouge. He's an LSU graduate. Uh, her uncle. And this is something you need to look into. Her uncle was J.L. Golson, Joe Paluca Golson. Back then, when they were boxing, was a college sport. And uh, Joe Paluca, I don't remember what weight he, he fought in, but he was the uh, Southeast Conference welterweight lightweight or whatever it was, champ for about three years. So he was a pretty good boxer. So that's your wife's dad? No, that's her uncle. Her uncle, her dad's brother. Yes, okay. yes, Joe Paluca and I think her her aunt was a librarian out at LSU. So she has really close ties. Uh, her sister still lives in Baton Rouge and her brother, uh, her brother stayed uh, here in Baton Rouge, Butch is going to be mad, but Butch, <laughs> for for a long for a long time, held a record. I think he was at rolling LSU like 15 years or so, <laughs> and finally got his degree. But, but he 
but forgive me. But anyway, I but, but, but might be proud of that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he gonna get there. Yeah, he was determined, but uh, he fifteen so, years. Huh? Yeah, but he he was gonna get it. What he, he, he got a degree in? Uh, I don't remember. Business, he just got a degree. He hung around long enough to just send me a degree. Yeah. But, uh, but he was determined. And so, but you and Gabe could be, have been together 56 years. Yeah. Uh, and cool. So I, we, I met you in, I guess, 1974, 75? Yeah, probably so. You were, you were, you were probably a sophomore. That, yeah, that, was, that was a year that. Yeah, Clinton and Jackie and Harrison, uh, another good Robert Jenkins. Oh, wow. okay, he he was a speedster too, huh? So that was probably your my my freshman my freshman my freshman sophomore year. It was, it was seven it was seven eight grade. Frank High went the tenth through. Ninth through, it was nine through, yeah, nine through. So uh, seven and eight was Franklin Jr. Yeah, and then you, and, well, you want to, <laughs> Leonard Marshall, you had Coach LeBlanc in here, and that was really a good, good interview. Oh, thank you, Coach. Because that brought back a lot of memories, because Coach LeBlanc used to recruit right, Franklin, right, right. Recruit and uh, I, I, he came down there. We were just starting two-a-days or been into two-a-days, and you, Leonard was huge as a freshman. I mean, he had, he had a foot. He had big feet, big hands. <laughs> and uh, I never will forget Coach LeBlanc walked in there, and, you know, we were trying to, get Leonard a pair of shoes to fit him and finally had to order him a pair. But anyway, somebody said, told Coach LeBlanc, you know, about Leonard and he said, man, if he grows into those, he's going to be a big, big man. Well, he grew into <laughs> So from the time Leonard was a freshman, he was on Coach LeBlanc's radar. <laughs> so, so Coach already knew. Yeah, he was coming. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he was head. He was yeah, head so, the East. Uh, and like I said, that that was uh, to me such a enjoyable interview with Coach LeBlanc because he brought back a lot of these old memories. You know, he talked about Doctor Sterling. Oh yeah. Dr. Sterling and uh, that was a the, great the, supporter. Yeah, great supporter. Did, oh, he he was a good guy too. He had a, a yeah, yeah, he he was blinking a lot. Yeah, yeah. He and he and Coach McDonald were good friends, and uh, I I was with him, and Coach McDonald said, Doc, he said, when you get in there and surgery, what do you do about those blinking? He, he said, Mac, he said, I don't blink. He said, that just steady. <laughs> so, so, so Mac was worried about him blinking and operating. <laughs> but he said, no, he, he didn't blink. No, but Dr. Sterling looked out for a lot of us too. And I appreciate you, Doc. He's still around. Oh, uh -huh. yeah, around. I remember you, you talking about uh, 
he, uh, he, when he comes up, or last time he had him a chauffeur that he brought him up, but what a great guy. Oh yeah, he looked out, he took care of a lot of, a lot of Franklin guys. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate you that for that, that. But you know, but you, but you came to Franklin from Mansfield. Now, so you didn't want to do what your daddy did? No. You, you, no. You, you, you won't worry about doing no trills. You, no, you no. To make another, you, you, I, I was going to be the next head football coach at Mansfield High School, and we were going to win state championships. <laughs> that, that, that was <laughs> your driving force. That's, that's why you that, went to college. Yeah, it is. But you yeah. never went back to, to Mansfield? No, 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 no. Probably a, a good thing because, you know, you, you get really depressed when these things don't work out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes your plans always, but you got to stick to it now. You didn't yeah. stick to it now. You tell us that. Yeah, but, I, but I, I did stick to it. I stayed in coaching, and I wound up in Franklin, which I had the best seven years probably in my life. Now, now you, 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 you got a book and you want to show me something. What, what you got in this book that you want to show me? All right. This is Coach Robert McDonald's wife. Who, uh, who's, my, who's my head coach? Yeah, who was head coach. Uh, she made, this was your senior year, she made this uh, uh, yearbook or scrapbook or whatever you want to call it. Now, I'm on. But you got Coach Roy Barron. 1976. Yeah. Look here. Who, 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 that, who that young man there? Uh, there. And look, look at that old grouch there with the mustache. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You look, you look like a true German. Yeah. We had a pretty good football team that oh, yeah. year. Well, we had a great football team. <laughs> that, that, that new Iberians beat us, huh? No. Yeah. 28. No. Oh, it's killed oh. Iberians. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's that big fight we had. No, that was Opelousa. Oh, do I remember that? That's Bowser that's being Bowser in. right there. Yeah. You got to take him to the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you talk about. Oh, okay, I, yeah, yeah. I remember, you know, certain plays uh, with New Iberia. That's back when we were running the bone. I the road that. Big fullback in there, he pulled it out, and he ran all the way for a touchdown. I still see him running for that touchdown against New Iberia. You know, you, I remember Coach LeBlanc talking about, don't get hooked, don't get hooked. Okay. All right. Well, I never was worried about you getting hooked because I knew you had enough foot speed that you could recover, but I always worried about you chasing that reverse. And I still see it. Okay. okay. It was against Terrebonne. Oh no. Okay. You, you know, you were sucking in. <laughs> you were going after him. You were going to catch him. Next thing they know, they run that reverse on you. Wide open. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. And all they could see was pay dirt. Uh, I still see that. No. Let me, let me show you another. Oh, this is so much fun. I don't know about that, though. Now, 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 now you do remember my senior year, I did make, what they call that? First team all district. Yes, you did. Offense I, and defense. That's right. 
and most valuable player on defense. Uh, well, I, I, ne I never, I never said you wasn't a good football <laughs> player. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, I'm a call. See, I never even knew that term, but you, that? you were ahead of your time, blue chipper. I was called blue chipper. Well, there it is. Oh, Lord, let me see this. I don't remember that term. <laughs> I don't either until Jim. <laughs> Wait, is it black and white now, huh? Yeah. What? You were a blue chipper back when. That was my senior year. I was uh, yeah, well, that's, that's what I said. That's what I said. Wait, now. This one right here. Now, now, that's, now that's the best of all of them. Yeah. Now that's, now that's a picture with me. My mom, my dad, and Coach Mack, and Coach Robert McDowell signed with LSU. Now he made sure I signed with LSU too. <laughs> <laughs> I kept telling him I was going to Nickel State. He thought I was crazy. Well, but, Coach, I appreciate that though, Coach. Yeah. Got a picture of me with my my, my folks and Coach Mack in the picture signing with LSU after all that all that work he put into it. Did McDonald play at LSU too? He was up here for couple of years and uh, kind of like we all do, he, he enjoyed the college life a little too much. <laughs> he, he told me the story about he came to LSU with good intentions to play, I guess, and, uh, but that didn't work out for him. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a challenge, a kid getting away from uh, high school, first chance. Uh, they got to find out what life's all about. Now, now, now where McDonald was from, Coach McDonald? He was Franklin. Okay, then. He was from Franklin. Uh oh, no, no, now you got to read. You got to read what that under that picture there, Coach. I just saw that. Now. What, what that what that, what that picture says? <laughs> okay, under this picture, a lineman signing with LSU. Uh, Coach McDonald's wife wrote this: Miami has its oranges. Buffalo got its juice, but Franklin got its lima. <laughs> I remember that. I remember. that, was, so that the juice was O.J. Simpson in Buffalo at the time. Yeah. So that, that, that's pretty good. She wrote that in there. Yeah. So yeah. How, how did you get the book? She made this for, uh, uh, I guess this was my last year or that, that I was at Franklin uh, was your senior year. I guess after you decided you were going to graduate, I had I had to move on. <laughs> you, you, you know how those coaches are. That, well, we don't have much talent coming back. Maybe I'll find a job somewhere else. <laughs> no, 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 y'all had a lot of talent in Franklin, though. Well, you're right. So yeah. why, why and how did you end up getting out of coaching? Uh, another story, Lyman. Uh, Back then, uh, there was this big push uh, in edu for education or in a public education to start, they call it career, uh, you know, teaching these young a profession or a trade or something. And as you know, the, the oil field was big there in St. Yeah, and I taught this class called 
petroleum technology. And the reason I wound up teaching this class was because during the summer, during school, I'd go offshore and roughneck. So, and I didn't know there was so much money in the world. <laughs> so I was double dipping, teachers pay, roughneck pay. So I didn't know there was so much money. <laughs> you big time. Oh, I was out, yeah. But anyway, uh, I started teaching this class called Petroleum Technology. Yeah, that's big. That's still big to this day. They call it P-Tech. Well, I, I don't know. They call it P-Tech. Uh, anyway, uh, I had a, uh, a, a mud engineer, that's what they were, uh, to come in and give this little presentation to my Petroleum Technology class. And uh, I don't know if those kids were uh, paying attention, but I guess I was, and uh, I decided that uh, I needed, might need to get, go to work in the oil field, so I, I went to work in the oil field and never looked back. Because <laughs> you love coaching to go in the oil field. Yeah. Right. Well, back then, a lot, of, a lot of educators did because the oil field, they liked educators because they were, most of them were fairly knowledgeable. They were uh, dependable. Uh, so there was a demand uh, for educators in, in the oil industry at that particular time. Didn't you say your Uncle Bud, didn't he go to work? And, so you, you must encourage him to go. Huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and he, I heard you, uh, Ray, your cousin, oh, yeah. didn't he? He went to work in the oil. Oh, yeah. Ray worked for Slumber J. He retired now from yeah. Slumber J. Yeah, he, he was an engineer. Yeah. Was a, so you remember Ray. Oh, Ray yeah. Was another great athlete, too. Yeah. And smart. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a smart athlete. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. So you remember Ray that well. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. But what about my like our people? Skipping full card, Bum D full card. Remember those guys? I, Bum D was another one of those. Skippy. You go back to Opelousas. I don't know. It was the end of the ball game. We had won it. And Skippy ran into the Opelousas sideline or made a tackle. All hell broke loose. Did Skip call that? No, he didn't call it. I mean, no. He got tackled in, and when he got tackled in, he got. Bumboarded. Yeah. I, that, and. Uh, it, it was nasty, <laughs> you know. It yeah, they, broke, they broke all the windows of the bus. <laughs> I mean, it was serious. Yeah, it was bad. And Bum D, he, what did he, he didn't he get into insurance business there? Oh yeah, oh, you, you kept up with everybody. Nah, he's, I, he's still in insurance, yeah. bill bonds, but insurance business. Yeah, and I, I, I was looking through those yearbooks. Roy Hayes and Barry Sanders. I don't. Oh, you know, yeah, Roy. Yeah. How, Barry, oh, Barry passed on a few months back. Really? Yeah, Barry oh, passed oh. on. I have not seen or heard Roy in quite some time. Roy Hayes. Oh, they were hitters too. Oh, yeah, those, those boys could play. <laughs> yeah. They were mean. So particularly Roy. Roy was kind of mean guy. You know what? Meathead. Meathead. Because <laughs> you remember the man, Coach? 
I remember meeting it. How could you forget? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, you know, I, I've got so many of these uh, just looking down. You know, uh, Brian Collins. Oh, Brian was a big, big strong kind oh, of guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brian, Brian played linebacker too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, yeah. Brian was working for Walmart. He hadn't talked to Brian in a while. He yeah. He'd have retired now. Yeah, tell him I, I I looked him up. Another, you know, Stanley Beverly. Oh, Stanley. He yeah. was a good running back. Uh, Stanley been gone for some time. Though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, you get up there in East Texas, you don't. Can't. How, long, how long have you been in East Texas? Oh, 40 years. So you went to East Texas? Yeah, a job takes you where you need to go. I, they had a promotion. I was living in in South Louisiana, and in fact, living in Baldwin. And you can't pass up promotions, Lyman. So I, I got this promotion, and I moved to East Texas. I moved to White House, Texas. Now you say White House, Texas. What is that? Well, White House, Texas, is where Pat Mahomes played his high school football. Oh, okay, for Kansas City. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so and he got, that's where Patrick Mahomes played his high school. He was a multi-sport athlete. He played football, basketball, baseball. I thought Texas Tech was going to sign him as a dual athlete, and uh, they didn't. He he was a heck of a baseball player. Now, now when you left Franklin High, now who you would work for? I worked for Emco Services. Emco Services. They was out of Morgan City. Yeah. No Iberia. No, they were out of Morgan City. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go back about 15 years. I ran into one of your old playing mates. I love whenever I travel. I love farmers markets. I love to go to a farmer's market, I don't, you know, just to see the fresh, fresh produce. But anyway, I'm at this farmer's market in uh, Rockwall, Texas, and I've got on an LSU shirt, hat, and this big black guy says, hey, Tiger, and uh, I said, hello. I walk over and start making conversation with him. Turns out this young man was Lou Sibley. Lou, Mama Lou. Mama <laughs> Lou. Mama Lou. And anyway, uh, where are you from? Da da da. And what was he? Uh, he was a couple of years ahead of you, or he? He, he was four years ahead of me, but he taught me. That's where I was going. He said. Uh, I don't know how, you, you, you know, well, I played at LSU, and I said, well, we had a player or two to go there, you know, and I named them off. And he said, you coach Lyman? I said, yeah, I coach Lyman. So anyway, uh, that's, I thought that was kind of. Yeah, he talked talk about the great Mama Lou Sibley. Yeah. Lou is no longer with us. I know, I, 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 after, I don't know, you can go on the internet, and we looked him up and found out. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, he he went into the uh, NFL, didn't he, Lyman? No, he should have. Uh, I, he should have. He 
it, the, the, the knock was that, you know, something, uh, you know, they say, Coach, his senior year, mm -hmm. my freshman year, yes. we was going to play in the bowl game, the Sun Bowl, in El Paso, Texas. All right. Lou had committed to being his best friend's wedding. My other friend, Laura Hinton. Okay. So Lou, one of them kind of guys, when he tell you you going to do something, <laughs> he he's going to do it. <laughs> That's Mama Lou. He said, you going to do it, he's going to do it. Don't, you, don't, even need, don't, don't ask no question after that. Okay. That's how he rolled. He yeah. Do it. So he had to, he said, he's going he to go let Coach Mack know, because I'm going to be at the wedding, you know. So I'm going to mm -hmm. let Coach Mack know that, uh, I'm, I'm talking about Charlie Mack. Yeah, I know. Uh, Charlie back, Coach Charlie back, and back uh, know that I would not be able to be there because I'm 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 gonna be in your I'm still gonna be in your in your wed, Laura, but I will arrive to the, the to when it is to San Antonio a, uh -huh. a few days later. Well, that didn't work for Coach Mack. Coach Mack told him, "No, you got to come with the team." Yeah. When we when we leave to go to San Antonio, you got to be there. Mama Lou said, "I told you that I'm in a, my best friend Laura Hinton wedding." Yeah. Well, that didn't work out for Coach Mack. It didn't work out for Mama Lou. Mama Lou did not show up, and Coach Mack put him off the team, and it started me at, at in that game. I was so mad about that. I was, mm. I was mad at Mama Lou because I didn't. You know, he was one of the, the kind of players that we need for those kind of games. Yeah, but it, you know, just sitting there visiting with him, and he, he was really seemed like a nice guy. And uh, talking about Coach Mack, and I'm almost sure because my wife told me so. It's got to be so. My <laughs> wife told me it's got to be so. <laughs> that uh, uh, one of his daughters, he had uh, two daughters. And uh, one of them uh, got one of Coach Max's uh, scholarships. Uh, in fact, my wife and I happened to be at the ball game. Oh, it, oh one of the loose children got received yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the Charlie McClendon. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was a, it was a tough time because you know Coach Mack told him that under, under those circumstances, you got to be. Yeah. You got to come, get, you know, get ready. And Baba Lou said, I told you, Coach, that I'm, I'm in my best friend's wedding. And, and he didn't show up. That's true. I mean, I don't know if he just took it too far. I can't say if he took it too far because, you know, he's part of the team. We all committed to this. Yeah, we all committed to to, the, to this game. But Baba Lou said he was in his best friend. So you ran into Baba Lou. That's probably how you got my number then. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's how your wife, your, my no, number ends in your wife, no. end up in your wife's phone. No, you don't answer that question. No, no but I, I just thought that was, yeah, kind, you know, it, it's just you funny know. how life, you just run into people like this. And and after that, I did begin to think about you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> because, Coach, I had not spoken with you since you left Franklin. Probably, huh? mm. I, probably, I saw you had a couple of, because you came to a couple of games, you hollered at me a few times. Yeah, you know, yeah, I was playing. Yeah. 
but I'm saying in the 35, in the last 35, 40 years. Probably so, probably since I moved up there. But I mean, because I, I don't think none of the guys from Franklin have, have seen or heard from you since. Well, if you see and you go back, tell them I'm still alive and kicking. You're, and, you're still around, uh, still going strong, looking and, good. And, and thinking and about them. Thinking about them. Yeah. And they, they, they would love to know that, Coach, because you, you were one of the, the players' favorite. You really yeah. were. Yeah. Um, Honor. <laughs> yeah, because, because by the time we got to high school, the focus was different. It was the, the racial tension had died off. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, we all was one team, we all yeah. playing for the same team. Well, now. I mean, my God, if you could play with Donald Seminole and Chuck Roger Gale. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, you remember all them guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chuck Roger Gale. Huh? Oh, he was a hitter too well, Chuck, now. Well, Chuck, was a, Chuck was a player. He Chuck. was a hitter too. And, you know, Boney, I, I, you know, your books are wonderful. <laughs> you, you, you help me yeah. put it all back together. Yeah, I don't know if I got it all back together, but okay. a lot of it came back. So you, but you only, so your coaching career, you are, you say you went to college to coach. Yeah. That didn't work out for your high school. But it worked at Franklin but High. It worked at Franklin High, but you only coached at the, you only coached for eight years total. Uh, from 70 to 77. So seven years, seven, yeah. seven, eight years. Yeah. And that, that was your, the span of your coaching career. The most, right. And 95% of it was in Franklin. Yeah, oh well. So Franklin was blessed to have such a great man, <laughs> a great coach. My head's getting like that line and go ahead. Because, I mean, I mean, really, because how many, how many are still around or alive to even tell those stories? You know, that, that, that's interesting. I mean, that's well, a good question. You know, Jerry uh, Martin, but Jerry Martin came there. Well, let me. Who, who was there when you got there? Coach Scott. <clears throat> no, not around. Uh, no, uh, Coach Mack. My, he's been. He, he was one of the first ones. Though. Uh, Mack's probably been uh, passed away. Eighteen, nineteen. I left Galveston and went to Franklin for. Max funeral, so that's 18, 19 years would be my estimate. And then uh, Coach Barrio, uh, just here recently, Tommy LeBlanc, is that name? He was that. I remember Tommy LeBlanc. Okay, I don't know if he's still Bud, so probably not. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're one of the few that are still here that can even, you know, tell. I mean, you you use it at, at the inception, I guess, when you look at how when it when it brought the schools together. So you you saw that. Oh yeah. You saw the development of that part. Oh yeah. How, and, how that, and like you said, I it, it was it was pretty rocky and rough there first two or three years, and uh, you know when I left, uh, I felt like it had been a lot of improvement uh, as far as. It was just it was everything, all that was behind. I think so, Lyman. Well, let me put it to you like this, young man. It was probably as behind as it's going to get because you know and I know that there's still, uh, and you got to have your head in the sand not to realize that. So that's the end of my political. <laughs> But you, you've never been a political kind of guy. Uh, you, have, you got you ever want to run for the political office? Oh no, 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 no! I just 
I like to keep up with the news, and uh, that's that's my take on it. You know, uh, it's gotten from the '70s to where it is. Sure, there was an improvement, but we still got a long way to go. Oh, a long way. We do. let the truth be told. I mean, it's hard to give up. You know, we talking about they talked about integrating, but they never talked about never spoke about. Uh, Justice and making that balance because that ain't that's almost gonna yeah. be impossible. I mean, that somebody had to give up, so yeah, yeah, and that ain't gonna, other words, that ain't gonna happen, <laughs> not voluntarily. No, no, <laughs> you know, no. And that's what that's where it's all you know, that's what the coach LeBlanc did a good job of sharing with us too when he when I spoke with him is that you know, from his in his day and time, and the coach LeBlanc had to be 82, 83 now, uh, so he's sharing about how. You know, when the integration was taking place, and Mike Anderson shared this with me, how the players was concerned that the black players, so-called black players, were going to take their position, could take their position. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, we, that, that was the thought at the time. I don't yeah. you know, for us, we like, it was more like we got to transfer it to a whole nother school. Yeah. That was more concerning anything. Well, not so much for you, but it goes back to what I said there about those first years in the 70s, 71, 72, that, you know, did they get a fair shake? I would like to think, but, but you know, that, that, I, mean, <laughs> I, I would like to hope they would, but, <laughs> but, but as you know, you know, that these coaches, well, they're going to favor, they favor the guys they was coaching. Well, that's, I mean, I guess you have, you know, you're there to win, but winning not everything is made out to be today, uh, especially in the high school ranks. It's, to me, development of young men. So, And that's, that's, what, that was, that's what your focus is. Like my uncle Bud, it's, I know that was his focus to develop the, these young boys into men and manhood. That's he, you know that's all he ever talked to me and my my cousin Ray about was you know you know being strong men who can contribute to society. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what Bud stayed on us stayed on us about all of our uh, young life. Yeah. That, that's what that's kind of why he Ray and I was so close because. You know, but Bo was that kind of guy. Now he, you know, he he started at Ray and I was young because he he played baseball, football, so he you know he was a pitcher, so he would give us a glove to come catch his balls. So <laughs> so Ray and I we wanted to go run out, and hang out somewhere else. I mean, we talking about, I guess we 11, 12 years old. So we had to come. We had started catching his his balls, and that's what really helped us. It developed us and prepared us because we started enjoying baseball after uh -huh. that. Yeah. So because of our uncle Bud, but you know that's and I have to see that was a lot of the, the, the coaches thought, particularly when we was at when we got the uh, Franklin, not Franklin, uh, at Franklin Junior High, which was Park Avenue High. You know the coaches over there, the people over there, they cared for the you know yeah. they cared. They had the, our best interest at heart. Well, I guess that's. One thing about small schools that in these big, big schools, you know the kids 
uh, most of the time that, that you're going to be dealing with. I mean, there's this relationship between teachers, coaches, and the kids because they know one another or they know the parents and so forth. So uh, uh, I guess that might be one of the advantages of small schools. Well, Coach, it's been a wonderful, wonderful day, wonderful evening visiting with you. And I know you, you're out here, you and your lovely wife, to come out here and root on the Tigers, as always. You, you've been a Tiger fan. So you make Tigers, you come here every year to, to watch the Tigers play? Uh, we've been coming for all the Southeast Conference home games we, for a number of years. Uh, like I said, our LSU affiliation goes back to my father-in-law, Mr. Golson. Uh, I guess my <laughs> my first Tiger football game goes back to 1964, my senior year. Never will forget. LSU's playing Ole Miss, and little Joe Labruzzo <laughs> was uh, the star running back. Uh, you remember that that way? Uh, I remember. It didn't run. It didn't turn out so well for the Tigers, but I remember that was the first LSU football game that I attended. So, so when you came to watch the Tigers, uh, Ole Miss ended up beating them at that. Ooh. Point. Yeah. As far as this mind remembers, and I remember Ooh. Little Joe Labruzzo too. Uh, I wonder, was Joe Labruzzo still around? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think. Now, I, I might be speaking out of turn. Somebody from LaRose might call and let me tell me different. But, uh, oh, he was, he was about that high and about that wide, kind of like a, a little running back. Uh, Ed, 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 Clyde Edwards. Clyde Edwards, Eli. Yeah, he, he about that high and about that wide. And, like tackling a bowling ball, but that was little Joe Labruzzo. But, but he was a heck of a running back. Oh yeah, position. oh yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't even remember the name. I don't, I don't remember the name. You you, you're uh, not as old as me. You know, I, don't, I don't remember no little Joe Labruzzo. Joe Labruzzo. Yeah, little Joe. Look it up. <laughs> well, you know, I know the guys like the Scooty Purpose. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was on that 1958 football team yeah. along with Coach yeah. LeBlanc, and uh, uh, and remember he coached. He didn't coach me, but he was yeah. one. Of, he was a defensive back coach when I was here. Yeah. So I did. I, I was supposed to do, be doing an interview with Coach uh, Purvis. Peavis. Purvis. Purvis. Scooter Purvis. Scooter Purvis. Peavis was him. Coach Peavis and Coach Mack was. Peavy was a backfield coach for uh, Coach McClendon. Right, right. Yeah. They, were, they were really close in, yeah. in relationship, too. But, Coach, I, I'd like to thank you for, for coming out here today and visit with us as you came through town and to come cheer on your mighty Tigers <laughs> of LSU. Although you, you're not, you didn't come to LSU to play, but you came here. Can you still keep up with it because of your wife oh, yeah. and your, your father-in-law? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. We we keep up with the Tigers, so we're going to end it on go, Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coach, I thank you. Count time. Thank you for, for coming in today. We enjoy having you. We enjoy the fellowship, the reminiscing, the, 
going back and a lot of the old guys. I mean, we just we just glad to have you. Welcome and thank you for being part of Counter. Thank you, Lam. Been a pleasure. Man can shackle the hand. The man can shackle the feet. But only you can shackle the mind. The mind is always free to travel wherever you dare to take it. Welcome to Count Time.